Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the Hawks' uh, past two overtime losses. Luckily, we got some points out of it. We're going to go over some news from around the NHL. And uh, we're going to do some hockey talk. So the Blackhawks lost against the Predators. It was a heartbreaker over time. Um, in, in my in my opinion, I thought the Preds got lucky on that on that OT goal. It was a really scrappy game, though, between the two of them. The Preds brought the uh, brought the Blackhawks down to their boring level, and um, it was real. It was a really tough game to watch, man. Did you did you have any trouble with that game? I every time we play the Predators, I have trouble. I I fall asleep. It's just so boring. Nothing's changed since Barry Trotz has been the head coach. But hey, man. It's effective. They win. Yeah. They find ways to make the playoffs, and that's what they got to do to survive. Yeah, it is, man. It, it is. I, I. It's brutal, but it, it is definitely effective. They're competitive every year, and it's something that they've that they've mastered, you know, to a degree. It seems like, to be honest with you, maybe the Islanders are trying to do the same thing, but haven't quite cracked that that formula yet. Uh, it was an interesting game. I thought Doc had a had a good game that day. Um, Kaner is still snake bitten. He hasn't been able to score, and Debrinket is is doing his usual show. You know he's been incredible. Uh, Taves is on a I think a four game scoring streak right now, uh, which has been, you know, it's been a revelation. It's been great because he's needed to get going. He's needed to score. Hopefully the floodgates are going to open up for him and he can help us out offensively, not just uh, defensively and, and at the faceoff dot. Um, moving into the overtime period, you know, man, I, I thought that the Hawks were going to be able to win that game. And, um, you know, we weren't able to, we weren't able to do it in, we weren't able to do it in regular time. I really wanted them to win that Dallas game because we have, I think Dallas is a few points ahead of us. If we could have beat Dallas um, on Saturday and then beat them again this week, you know, that would have been four points that they didn't get and four points we could have gotten on them, which was, uh, you know, they kind of spoiled my party. But um, I thought that the Hawks, it seemed like the Predators were kind of hanging back a little bit at first um, during that overtime period. I was wondering if they were going to pull an Islanders. And then <laughs> they just started uh, They just started pushing and, and putting the pressure on us. And it, it, it was kind of a, I don't want to say a bad idea, but I thought that it was a bad idea for that line change well, right when they were, right when the Predators were changing, coming into the offensive zone, and then they scored. What did you think of that? Yeah, that that was the play where Kane took a puck to the mouth, right? I think so. Yeah, that's just bad luck too. He, you know, he was probably in a shitload of pain, and he probably thought, "Hey, I'm better off the ice. I'm not hurting my team." And but it ended up hurting the team. And the odd man rushed the other way. Right. But yeah, you never you never want to see that. Uh, yeah, Roman Yossi with the assist, I think, and I think uh, what I think Tanner Generat or whatever scored, but yeah, it, yeah, they got the win, and it was just a very very boring game, but uh, good to see uh, Kirby Doc get on the board and and Taves, I mean, right? And what that's what I, we need, man. We need these guys scoring. You know, we need that was get... late in the game too, wasn't it? Like the four four or five minutes left in the game. That's when teams usually shut it down completely, and it, it was good to get that it is good to get a point if you're gonna lose you at least you want to lose and get a point so right right that's that's good for me man yeah i think it got set up because he was kanner was trying to he was trying to send a pass to 
trying to send a pass to uh, Jake McCabe, who who was fresh off of the off the boards. He he passed it like right behind him on his feet, and he tripped, and that's how the Predators got possession. And then it turned into a it turned into a odd man rush, which which usually happens in the in overtime yeah, and, and a lot of space in overtime. So right, yeah, right. So can you do me a favor, spot. man? Why don't you go over the uh, the Dallas game for for everybody? Well, everybody knows that uh, Brett Conley is going to be serving a four game suspension on that Tanner Carroll hit. I don't think Conley meant to, you know, just pretty much destroy the guy like that. I think it was, he misread the play, in my opinion. They wrapped it around the boards, and he was trying to time the hit. And unfortunately, Carroll did not uh, get possession of the puck at all. So automatically, that's an interference penalty. Um, I mean, it it looked bad. And to me, it looked like Conley kind of held up on that hit. Like he, can you imagine if he was going full speed? That that poor kid probably would never been playing again. But uh, I think four games is kind of excessive when you know we've seen some hits just like that. You know, a couple weeks ago against our guys. You know, and then he uh, Trupa didn't even get any any discipline or anything on that. So I mean, you never want to see a guy end up on a stretcher. It's good to see that he's okay, but. I think four games is a bit excessive. I don't know how you feel about it, but maybe two games and a fine. But, uh, yeah, that, that whole hit kind of, you know, put the Hawks in uh, pretty much a big hole at the beginning of the, the period. They were outshot, I think, 19-2. to two. Then they had that five-minute major. The Hawks only gave up one goal on that, which was impressive. Uh, I think Joe Pavelski got the first two goals. And, uh, hey, man, the Hawks could easily quit on that game. And uh, they they stuck to it. And, uh, you know, we fought back, got another late goal. and get. I would have loved to see. We had a 2-on-0 in overtime. I I believe it was Kane, the front man, too. And he lost. I, I don't know what he was doing, if he was thinking shot or pass, but he didn't even get a clean shot on Ottinger and... Of course, there's a penalty, and I think it was actually Kane who took the penalty, and it was a, I believe it was a four on three, and uh, Klingberg ended up just burying one by Lincoln, and he tried like hell to save that. I know he dove over and looked like a Superman kind of save, but he missed it, and you know, I, honestly, getting a point in that game is just as good as a win with how everything started out so bad. It's it's very impressive the Hawks ended up sneaking away with a point and and that game for sure. You know, um, you know, Truba, no disciplinary actions against Juju, uh, you know, Kyra. Yeah, and and then the very next night he's playing Colorado, does the same thing to Nathan McKinnon, and he had to answer the bell to uh, Gabriel Landeskog though for that. But I think in in both of those situations the guys, you know, had. So, you know, had possession of the puck. It seems that Tanner Caro didn't have possession of the puck, and uh, when he took that hit from Connolly, I thought the four four games is is a little excessive, it is, especially yeah. for a guy who doesn't have a history of lining people up, and um, and 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 putting them into next week. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, it's just another spin of the wheel from the mm-hmm. the inept. Well you know, player safety uh, over there, Department of Player Safety. Star you, treatment too, maybe. 
I think yeah. Chuba might have got a little bit of star treatment on that for sure. Not even discipline, but hey, you call up a guy from the AHL, oh, let's make an example. And it's a little too late for that. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you, man. I think that things are looking pretty good for the Blackhawks. You know, they're not getting blown out of games like they were at the beginning of the season. They're If they're losing games, you know, they're losing in overtime or they're losing by one goal and they're, they're really pushing to uh you know to to remain competitive and this isn't just with with any team these are like with the top teams you know they they kept the rangers within one goal and um and i think that's that those are really good things to take away i think that going forward as a team what they need to do is just continue to to work on their passing continue to uh, to, to play the game that they're playing because I don't think the Hawks have played this gritty in a long time, man. You know, every game they're, you know, they're hitting guys, you know, they're playing a, a, a gritty game and, and they haven't done that in, in quite a long time. Actually, if you notice, their defensive game, I think that they're able to play a defensive-oriented system because they have so many offensive weapons, which you know they can turn they can turn the ice at any time but uh do you see any any glaring weaknesses going forward um you know at the beginning of the season obviously there were many but are there any weaknesses for this team um going forward to you well i would like to see the hawks get a lead in the game and shut it down in the third period i think the hawks have trouble you know, they usually give up a goal late in a game, and it, you know, goes to OT. Sure, they come back and win. That's all that matters, getting that extra point. But they do hand a lot of points out by doing that. They, I'd like to see them, you know, get like a, say, 3-1 lead in the third period and completely just play Nashville Predator-like hockey. Mm. Shut it down. Make it boring. I know it sucks to watch, but... You got to win games, and that's sometimes that's the way to do it. And I think the only weakness right now, I, I we just need our, our top guys to start performing a little bit better. And it looks like it's starting to happen, you know, with Taves. He's on a, uh, a point streak here. He's scoring goals. Dylan Strom looks a lot better. I know last year. When we were talking about him, he was like our punching bag. We <laughs> yeah, we let everybody know. We even let Jake Hahn know we can't stand this guy. And what is the hype? But he's actually he's working hard, and he's a factor he in the game. He scored a big goal against Dallas. He read the play. He he read that the guy was. Um, I think the defenseman got caught pinching, and he just he took off. Maybe it was a, a stick that got broke, but he you know it was a two on one. He got open ice and he fired in a one-timer and he's playing Kubalik scored I mean I, I wish I've seen a little bit more out of him but uh, you know he recently just got on the board I think he got the tying goal in the third period with a tip nice tip actually and uh, uh, and obviously Kaner we need Kaner to score you know we know he can pass and get a lot of assists but I'd like to see him get like you know on a, a crazy goal streak here yeah, that'd be really nice. You know, you mentioned, you know, Kubalik. I'd really like to see him get going, man, and and start scoring consistently because, I mean, that's his, that's his role on the team. He's a goal scorer. Yeah. You know, we don't have him really have him on the roster for anything else but for that excellent shot that he's got. 
and to score goals. And we need him to, to we need him to start doing that. And yeah, uh, you made I some agree. very interesting points about Dylan Strome because this time last year, you know, I was just done with him. But he has been playing a lot better. I don't know if it's work in the offseason that's helping him or if uh, or maybe he just has a a bit of a mindset change that is that is helping him to, you know, really to, to persevere in a way. Um, you know, t- having so many healthy scratches and, and coming yeah. in and, and trying to produce you know that's it that's could, that's a yeah. takes it could a big be the toll on the player. Change. It could be that Derek King is you know giving this guy a fair chance. Sure, he was scratched under him a couple of times, but you know it maybe was a nice little reset for him. Like, hey, I can start over. I can show the the team that I'm worth it. And I mean, quite honestly, you can't keep him out of the lineup. He he's a factor. He's been a he's been a big factor every night. Yeah, he has. And you know, it kind of makes you wonder. You know, moving forward. You know, how are we, you know, how are we going to be? The Blackhawks have, I think that there are 43 postponed games right now. You know, COVID has kind of taken its its hold on the NHL and, you know, the NBA and, and NFL for that matter. But, you know, the NHL, you know, they had this, this amount of time, you know, dedicated for the, the Olympics. I think that it would be a really good idea for them to, uh, maybe start planning some um, planning some games, some postponed games during that time. Maybe that'll be a good time for you know other teams that you know maybe they they're ten games ahead of schedule and you know they can use that as like a two week yeah, vacation. Like yeah, yeah, to, to 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 heal up and maybe they're having some COVID issues too and and try to uh, you know just try to heal up the team. You know, I I think that there are some really interesting opportunities coming up. You know, with uh, you know, with possibly you know not having the All Star Game and you know that block of time that they had slotted for the uh, for the Olympics to you know help yeah. some of these other teams get caught up. That's a three day. That's a three day thing. The All Star, the All Star Weekend. That's right. Three games. I mean, you can you can have a lot of games every night, and you can make up a lot with that. Those three days, and then the Olympics. What was it? Two weeks. Right. That, that's a lot of hockey. I mean, they got to make it up. So they're going to have no choice unless they want to play hockey until August. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, man, I don't even I don't think that's a good option because, you know, you're playing into August, but then you want to start the, the season yeah. on time. So what do you have like a month off? You know, that's yeah. not going to I don't think that's going to fly. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't think that would be fair to the to the to the cup winner because oh yeah they had been they would have been playing since they would have been, had been playing since say October to August that's all that's 10 months man of, yeah. of, of hockey just stay in the arena keep your equipment on you're going right back out for the next season for yeah to, to be yeah. honest with you man like if you're a player you just got done playing 10 10 months of hockey do you think that you could come back a month later and say, okay, yeah, here we go. Here, here, here we go to another nine months, and really have that competitive edge. No, you, you, you need time to recover. The body needs time to recover. It doesn't matter if you're a freak athlete. If you are playing a best of seven playoff series alone, is enough to take you out for a couple of weeks. Even if you don't make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, there's guys that even the first round. If you have a battle game seven, you're you need time to recover. These guys don't even touch their equipment, you know, for a couple weeks after. 
they're eliminated from the playoffs or anything. But can you imagine going to the final game seven? You're giving it your all. You go into like three overtimes. That takes the life out of you, Yeah, it does. So they they need time to recover. Do you got any any NHL news, man? Well, I was just going to talk about what you talked about with the uh, 44 games being uh, postponed. It's been crazy, man. Like it feels like half the league is in COVID protocol. And, you know, it's just it's messy and... I think they're doing the right thing by, you know, shutting it down until after Christmas. But, you know, I mean, there's been some controversy out there. I know Stevie Y said something like, I think he said, why are we testing healthy players? And, um, you know, it seems like everybody, they're still getting it, but they're asymptomatic. And, you know, it's he said he didn't want to get political about it. And I don't really think it is political. I just think it's... Uh, a lot of experts, uh, like the doctors, I was l- listening to uh, Jake and Boomer today, and he says he's got a like a really good friend who's a specialist in this, and he says, well, the NFL, I think if you test positive and you're asymptomatic, I think they're letting them play after like two days. They're not like really testing them, but the NHL is testing a lot of players. It's almost like daily, but a lot of these guys are healthy, they're fit, and they want to play. That's what Stevie Y said. These guys want to play. They're they're if, if you know obviously if they're sick they have symptoms of it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta lock them down. But it's just it's messy, man. And it, it's I don't know if it doesn't feel like it's ever gonna end. Yeah, unfortunately, you know when you mention COVID, it it automatically gets political, which is yeah. a which which is a problem in in itself. You know I've never heard Stevie Y say anything. Um, you know, politically charged, but he, he has a really good point. Now, now here's, here's the other thing, because when this thing first started, it it was mentioned that asymptomatic people were carrying COVID. Now, is it asymptomatic people are not giving COVID to others? You know, like what's the deal here? Because if anything, because, you know, we have, we have two sides of the, uh, two sides of the of the of the knife right here, because if asymptomatic people are walking around and giving COVID to everybody, then absolutely every single human being needs to be tested. Yes. But if asymptomatic people are not um, are not getting people sick and are not giving COVID to other people, then then they shouldn't have to be tested. Um, you know, this could be a protocol thing where absolutely everybody gets tested just to make sure, you know, that, you know, that you're not, you're not sick or not, and you don't know that you're not sick, you know? So, um, I mean, it's, um, I mean, this, this is a messy thing. It's getting really, really bad because actually the NHL has had a lot of success not getting COVID and, you know, not having a COVID problem, I should say. And, uh, they're having one right now. You know, we're getting to the point where some of these teams are are fielding laughable rosters just to stay active, you know. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, are we I, I think that it's I think that it's hurting the league because, you know, the the competition level for these teams are going down. You know, say you've got a Bruins team with, you know, a bunch of AHL players playing, you know, Tampa Bay. You know, they're going to get annihilated. And, you know, for, for just for competition's sake, 
you know, I think shutting it down for a little bit just to get a just to get a hold on it, you know, uh, I think might be might, might be a good idea. I, obviously, it depends on your organization, but uh, because some organizations are worse than others, you know, we've got a couple. You know, the Blackhawks. I think they've got a couple guys in in COVID protocol right now. Most recently, Calvin Dehan. But then you've got other teams that have like ten guys in in COVID protocol. Ten really good guys. Yeah, and I their mean, head coach. That's like yeah. the that's like the yeah. whole squad. I know. And uh, and then they got the salary cap on top of that. Right. Some, you can't call certain guys up because you're cap tied. So it's it's a challenge. Some they have to dress like three lines. It's uh, one team almost had and four five defensemen. I think. So some guys are going to get career uh, ice time. Yeah. Uh, and you know days. what? If, um, you know, if this is going to continue on, there needs to be an amendment made to the salary cap stating that teams um, can, you know, go over the cap or what have you to, to feel the team because, um, you know, maybe it may be subject to league approval where, you know, say you have a squad and you're like, hey, we've got 10 guys in COVID protocol. We have to call 10 guys up. You know, the league goes over it. They see, OK, we see the squad that you're doing. We're going to OK this and not leave it up to, you know, every other every other team to just do as they may. But maybe an approval process of bringing, you know, players in to feel the team. Uh, but then again, at like you know, like I said, I think that that kind of um, how do you say violates the integrity of of the competition, at least the NHL level competition, you know, that we're looking to put out there. The product, you know, the product of the, uh, you know, the product of each team and the and the level of play is going to go down significantly. Yeah, it's something uh, they gotta they gotta figure it out because. Uh, the Flames can't be out without their top six and their head coach. It's yeah. just not fair. Even Nashville playing us the other night, they were down so many guys. Yeah, and I think hey, like five guys. They found a way to beat us, which is very impressive. Yeah. I still didn't see uh, what's his name. Can't even think of his name. Played for the Avalanche, man. Oh, Duchesne. I didn't see Duchesne out there. Didn't see him. You don't see him when he's healthy either. Yeah, so. that's, why yeah. I was, that's why I was mentioning that. Well, I'll tell you what, man, looking at the schedule or the, the standings, I did not see the freaking New York Islanders 8 and 12 and 6 at the bottom. Right. I did not see that. They're and below I, us, man. They're below us. And, dude, I mean, they made a lot of people look dumb, including myself. Cause and I me. thought, hey, I thought, hey, these guys took Tampa to Game 7. These guys are going to be hungry for it. They got... Uh, they got a little more rest than Tampa, being eliminated, obviously, and I think they're going to come back hungry, and they cannot get it going. And I'm, then, and then, I mean, I'm looking at the other the other side, and I, Minnesota leading the Central, 40 points, and then obviously we both knew Arizona was going to be bad, and they're they are bad, so we got that right. And then you got Vegas, who finally climbed back up to the top with the Anaheim Ducks. Can you I did imagine not that? see that coming either. And not at I, all. I did not see that coming, and 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 Connor McDavid and Drysital, they're still you know playing well. They're putting up great numbers, but the team is falling. They're yeah. eighteen and eleven. They need to fix the goaltending issue immediately. They we, need to fix it. We called that. Yeah, I I mean I think they're still going to make the playoffs, but 
look at the start Vegas had. I was really concerned about that team. They're now 20 and 11. They're get, they're going to get Jack Eichel back pretty soon. So that's going to be scary too. And I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So the Blackhawks next game is versus the Stars Thursday, December 23rd, 7.30 p.m. Central. Be sure to tune into that. Uh, man, I really wish we could have got a, 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 a win over them. Not overtime in regulation win over them. We could have got those four points, but hey, it is what it is. We've got the Stars on Thursday, and then um, there won't be another game until Tuesday the 28th. And uh, so that's what we've got for you tonight. We're going to have more info for you, more probably more NHL info for you on on Thursday as things continue to to kind of uh, take shape what's going to be going on with the Olympics in, in, in finality. Hopefully they make a decision by then. And um, we're going to keep it going. But thanks, everybody, for listening. That's all that we got for you tonight. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.